they don't like something here. Need seven to keep it going. There's the pass. Off the hands to Pascal. And the Steelers are going to win the division. Hey, you blink, I'll cut your eyelids off. Don't you blink. Let's go. Time to get in the huddle with your host, Charles Prodigy here on the Mass Steel Podcast. Hey, you blink, I'll cut your eyelids off. Don't you blink. Let's go. You get where you feel like you can rush the quarterback. You understand? Rush the quarterback. Do you have room in the trophy for another one there? You got six of them. Now you're the winningest franchise in NFL history. We'll make room. And for the first time in three years, can you believe we're actually saying right now, the Steelers once again, the Kings of the North right now, they wrap up the AFC North division title today. Did not make it look easy. They overcame in this game. Uh, a 17-point deficit, only to outscore the Colts in the second half, 21-3 in the second half. Final score, 28-24. The Steelers did win before the conclusion of the Browns and Jets game. Uh, surprisingly, the Browns were uh, losing that game uh, today. And uh, a lot of it, too, uh, Dale Lally. Remember, I mentioned in the pregame show that was reported Last night by Dale Lally of DK Pittsburgh uh, Sports. Very surprising, might I add you, and probably in fairness to the Browns, but it wasn't a matter of anyway. The Steelers did find a way to go out and win, but he did mention that uh, that Jarvis Landry, Rashard Higgins, and Donovan Peoples-Jones have all been deemed close contact, high-risk COVID players and weren't available for today's game against the Jets. Huge blow for them, but nonetheless, uh, throw that out the window right now. Uh, and I, I got to tell you right now, I got to apologize to a guy like Ben Rosberger who's been doing this for a long time. I've even had the balls to post on Twitter that should Mike Tomlin, uh, depending what's happening with the Jets and the Browns game, should he have considered rest? I mean, uh, benching Ben Roethlisberger and probably having Mason Rudolph in for today's game? That was a real possibility. What I felt today, uh, that was because honestly, I did not see have any confidence. My confidence in this team at the halftime was probably like not even ten percent. That's how bad it was. I mean, you look at everything, what they've been continuing to be able to do right now, uh, aside from that. And to be honest you, it was definitely not a pretty uh, sight uh, for today's game. I mean, the Steelers were able to duke it out and be able to wrap up a victory. No doubt about it. But, I mean, going into this game, when you look at the the players that they were going to be uh, missing for today's uh, game. Uh, they were going to be without quarterback Josh Dobbs, uh, which I did not see. Uh, but he also were without running back Anthony McFarlane and then three other guys, Ola Denny, Bugs, and then one other guy, uh, Malin. So there you have it right there for the most part for this game. The Steelers do find a way to get it done. 
thankfully right now, snap a three-game losing streak, which uh, started, ironically, when they were undefeated. Now, we saw a lot of shakiness in this. I gotta be honest with you, the running game, I don't know. I have no idea where this game is at. Because to be honest with you right now, it starts with the defense today. Uh, get pr- Not only able to pressure J- Phillip Rivers and get him down on the ground as many times as they did. They sacked him for five uh, sacks for this game. I mean, speaking of which, I mean, when you look at it, I mean, which was really impressive uh, for this team. And, I mean, remember, Drew Brees was dealing with a toe injury uh, going into this game that was listed on the injury report. The Steelers drop him on this day for five times for a loss of 32 yards. Ben Rosberger only gets sacked one time. He finishes the game uh, 34 of 49, clean, completing 69% of his passes for 342 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, with a quarterback rating of 109.4. Uh, I'm going to just be the first one to admit I was wrong on this, but I got to be honest, Joe. I mean, a guy like Ben Rosberger, uh, he was not really showing any positive signs, to be honest, you, except maybe the second half of that game against the Bengals when they were down by 17 to zip when they got shut out in that game. And to be honest, you you know, the physicality that the Steelers have been lacking that Mike Tomlin has been alluding to has been put, has been aggressive running by the Steelers, but also more by their offensive front. I mean, that's the bottom line here. I mean, when we truly look at it, I mean, when you really uh, go into this season right now, I mean, one of the things, too, that a lot of people are really uh, fearful of, when you look at 2021, what is ahead uh, for this team right now is Bev Rosberger's cap hit for this team. Now, I mean, is he going to be able to stick around right now? Because, honestly, I as I said in the pregame show, I know I didn't do a postgame show on the Bengals, but... His ability just to read down the field, I felt was just horrible trying to throw on the run. But at the same time, too, how much uh, did it really help, too? For a guy like Juju Smith-Schuster, who got called on the carpet right there, who, who's been doing his TikTok on opponent's logos. And again, I don't mean to bring that up. But at the same time, too, I mean, he definitely was able to show up for this game. He balled out today. He had nine touchdowns for 96 yards, uh, compl- catching nine out of his 13 targets for a touchdown along with Deontay Johnson. He caught eight out of 14 targets for 75 yards, still six drops. But at the end of the day, Deontay Johnson, I think at some point, I think he's only going to get better at this stage in the game. But definitely no doubt about this uh, defense in this uh, contest right here really were the her- unsung heroes of this uh, game. Once again, right here, and I gotta believe too. I mean, you look at Cam Hayward from like the last game. He was not a happy camper from the way this team was losing. I mean, just the lack of the effort on the offense. I mean, you had to believe that it was wearing a lot, like on the defensive veterans here. And one of the only other things I could think about too. I mean, Ben Rosberger had a key players only meeting with the offense right there. Wanted to address with his uh, young guys who 
I mean, he said half the roster on that offense didn't have any playoff experience, except for a few guys. I mean, of course, you already had Juju Smith-Schuster, who played in the playoffs three years ago, now gets to have his opportunity to try and right the ship. Steelers, unfortunately, as we're aware, the Chiefs already have wrapped up their buy, so they could be no buy uh, this year. But now, here's going to be an interesting uh, question. Uh, Mike Tomlin was asked in today's uh, press conference in the postgame uh, presser as far like if they're going to be uh, resting uh, any guys uh, right now. I mean, going into this game, he says we'll power those things tomorrow. Tonight, we're going to wear hats and T-shirts, and why not? And I, I really believe right now, because this was really uh, getting ugly as this thing went on. I mean, the last thing I think the Steelers wanted to find themselves in the position was to go in there in Week 17 against the Browns. Uh, game on the line for the division. Should the Browns have beaten the Jets? That didn't happen. It wouldn't have mattered, but I still make the argument that the Steelers need to at least get on the board with a win. You cannot end this season on a five-game losing streak. That just cannot happen, and I don't care. I think anytime you have a chance to wrap something up in sports, I feel better if it's in your control, if you can win it yourself versus the other team losing for you to clinch, and then you lose. I don't like that. I'd rather wrap it up out of the way myself. Again, you guys can follow me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at Pride Richie. For the Mass Steel Podcast on Twitter, it is simply at MassSteelCGR, at MassSteelNation on Instagram. Uh, definitely a little bit more of a cheerful Sunday right here. Uh, definitely a lot more stuff that comes with it uh, reality-wise right now. But if you want to key moments to that Ben Rosberger, when he was talked about today's uh, game, I mean, he was talking about how he wanted to like have the guys go out there and have some fun playing on the field. Trying to deliver that message. I thought that was a key moment right there. I mean, Ben Rosberg, who at the beginning of this month was an MVP candidate, definitely let that slip away uh, pretty badly. I mean, the last three games prior to this, when you lose to the Washington football team, the Bills, and then the Bengals of all teams right there, to a guy like Ryan Finley, who I think they had no business uh, going into this. And, uh, yeah, four games, 70 yards rushing, uh... It was, it was horrific. Uh, Hilton, I definitely agree with you as far as balling, but I'll give you another guy too, uh, which I'll get to later on. I'll say Avery Williamson. Avery Williamson had 14 total tackles. He had a quarterback hit and a sack in this game. I'm going to say it right now. I, I know I usually get this at the end of my show, but real quickly, I'm going to go jump ahead and jump the gun right now. Uh, game ball and defense, I'm going to give it to Avery Williamson. He finished with 14 total tackles, a sack, two tackles for a loss, Plus a quarterback hit. Yes, the turnovers that the Steelers defense created. I mean, which Mike Hilton got both of those. I got to give it to Avery Williamson. Uh, three out of the last four games, he has been leading this team in tackles. He has had 41 tackles uh, total in that stretch right there. And has been doing a phenomenal job. I mean, filling the role of a guy like uh, Devin Bush or Robert Spillane right there. And that's another guy right there, too. Don't forget. Robert Spillane, don't forget, he's eligible to come back off of IR for the Week 17. Now, I wonder if that guy right now, should the Steelers put him out there, should they hold off to the playoffs? 
I would imagine they will get him in for a tune-up, get him in for a few reps, maybe for like the first two or three quarters, and then bench him. Because at the end of the day, when you haven't played that long for a while here, uh, you got to be very careful with that. Because I think Robert Spillane right here, for the most part, on this team is very uh, vital here. I mean, and you, you look at the chemistry that is being uh, real good. I mean, when you also look at this uh, defensive side right here, I mean, you see Avery uh, Williamson on this uh, squad right now. Speaking of which, I mean, on this team, and with everything that has been uh, happening this year, because uh, don't forget, Avery Williamson, he is filling the shoes right now with Devin Bush and Robert Splane as of the moment. But you also got Vince Williams right there. So I think him and Vince Williams are really are starting to click right now. I mean, Vince Williams, he finished up with five total tackles, all five of them being solo. But Williamson, man, I, I got to tell you, this guy is a real deal right now. I think this has been one of the biggest uh, acquisitions the Steelers were able to get during the season. And just real good. It was a trade. And like I said, I, I really believe that the Steelers found a real good uh, gap filler for this season. Again, I want to hear your thoughts. Where do you guys uh, feel on the Steelers right now uh, as they get ready to head into the playoffs? Uh, more than likely, I would anticipate they'd be resting uh, most of their team. But at the same time, too, I mean, I don't blame Mike Tomlin if he's got to start playing his players for this game against the Browns. They know they still got a lot of work to do. And to be honest with you, too, I would not have a problem with that if he decides to play most of his starters. I mean, yeah, you want to create your own buy, but at the same time, too, I think, I mean, they're already hearing the narrative about being one and done. Yeah, you don't want to risk that, but at the same time, too, you do not want to go in there, as Ben Rosberg is saying, looking like poo, going into this game, going into the playoffs, and not having a decent showing. You have to get this corrected. This is your time. This is your moment. I mean, even if you got to play two, three quarters or like the first half, then start resting some of your guys, I'd rather do that. I mean, at the end of the day right now, the Steelers, uh, it doesn't matter what happens to the division. They are 4-1 going into that with their only loss being to the Bengals, uh, which should not have happened. But at the same time, too, any given Sunday, any given Monday, I guess, at that point in time. I mean, Ben Rosberg, like I said, I really felt like today I was almost thinking about, you know what? You might have to consider benching this guy. Not that Mike Tomlin would ever do that, but at the same time, too, I was really thinking, like, maybe Mason Rudolph will come in there and give this team a spark. Because just nothing just seemed to be uh, clicking. I mean, the thing is, too, I mean, you look at the Colts, too. I think their offensive line did a very good job. I mean, until the sacks started to add up. I mean, they were doing a good job uh, protecting, I mean, blocking, and creating space and separation when they're driving on their offense. The speed was there. And one of the guys who I talked about going into this uh, pregame show was Jonathan Taylor right here. Jonathan Taylor, who had 74 yards rushing, two touchdowns, by the way. I mean, his spin moves were pretty phenomenal in this game. Uh, the way he was able to fight for first downs. And that's the thing where you look at this run game right here. And where you really start to look at with the Steelers and look at your head in disgust. Uh, it, it's, it was hardly any effort. I mean, these guys are running afraid, in my opinion. 
I hate to say it that way. I don't mean to poke a hole in anyone's balloon, but the truth of the matter is, they're just not... They just seem to be uh, folding under the pressure for whatever the reason is. But I think at this point in time, you do have to chalk it up. A victory, a division clincher right now. Now you can kind of start to settle down, get ready to go into the playoffs, and be a lot more uh, ready right now. So we'll see. But uh, right now... Uh, I got Fernando here saying our defense is great, but on third and long, they give up big plays and first downs. True, but I mean, at the same time, too, I think we already kind of knew that with a guy like Bud Dupree uh, being down. And then, of course, Robert Spillane. I think those guys right there more particularly. I mean, you just saw, I mean, at the end of the day, I get it. But right now, I mean, both teams had something to play for. Still trying to wrap up the division. The Colts were trying to keep place in the playoffs, keep pace in the playoffs. Now they find themselves on the outside looking in. And here's where the AFC wildcard pitcher uh, stands right now, in case anyone is wondering uh, right now. Uh, so right now for the Colts to get into the playoffs, they would need a Browns loss plus a win. A win or tie by the Colts plus a Browns loss would put the Colts into the playoffs. They would get the number seven seed uh, going into that. If I'm not mistaken, I'll, I'll verify this here in just a moment. But I think that is uh, very key right there for them as we look at it in the AFC uh, playoff picture. Yeah, so the Colts uh, win or tie and the Browns lose. Uh, they get the seventh and final playoff seed. Now, remember, the Colts did lose to both the Browns and the Ravens uh, in here. But now, here's another interesting tidbit to follow, too. Should the Tennessee Titans lose tonight? Uh, the Titans uh, right now, who are still trying to wrap up their division, they're getting whipped by Green Bay as we speak uh, right now, uh, pretty much losing that game. So, should the Tennessee uh, Titans lose that game, the Colts are still in line for the division right now, for the AFC South, believe it or not. And here's how the Colts could clinch the division versus the uh, Titans right now. Uh, right now. So, if the Titans are able to lose tonight, which they'll, because one of their opponents is common, their common opponents is Green Bay. Just like the Colts, they will drop to 8-5. and five. Their last matchup of the season, the Titans, will be against the Texans. If the Titans lose to the Texans and the Colts win or tie, they get the uh, AFC South division as it stands. So, I mean, they're both at 10-5. and five. Think about that. They could get at 10-5-1. The Texans will be looking out at 10-6. Or the Colts could win at 11-5. And the Titans would be at 10-6. So the Titans at that point, they were able to lose uh, that game and drop to 10-5. Trying to see uh, where they'll place the Titans right there. I mean, going into that uh, division right there. I mean, if you really uh, look at it. I think they would still have the edge over the Dolphins. I'm not sure. I didn't get a chance to look at that tiebreaker. But a lot of stuff to play for nonetheless right here. 
But the Steelers, as far as it relates to them, at the playoffs, we're the open uh, today right now. Uh, here's where the Steelers uh, stand right now. They're the number two seed. The Bills will be playing the Patriots tomorrow as we look at that. That'll be a Monday night game. And that will be in New England. Now, should the Bills lose that game, the Steelers, as of right now, they will be the number two seed. At the playoffs, where to start today, they be hosting the Browns. Should the Browns wrap up a playoff spot? Okay? That's if the Bills lose. If the Bills win, they'll move into the number two seed. The Steelers will then slide into the number three seed. And then they would host the Ravens. So it's either the Browns or the Ravens right now at this point in time, as we know. As we uh, take a look at things right now. Also tweeted out by Steelers reporter Missy Matthews. The Steelers celebrated 20 seasons at Heinz Field this year with the win of the regular season game today. Pittsburgh moves to 104, I mean 116, 43 and 1, 728 uh, win percent in regular season games since the stadium opened back up in 2001. That's some awesome stuff right there. 20 seasons in Heinz Field right there. What a way to cap up their final uh, home game of the regular season too. Before they go into their Week 17 matchup and get ready for the playoffs right now. So some exciting stuff to write here on this uh, tale of that stadium here as we uh, look at more stuff. Also along the way here, according to Dale Lally of DK Pittsburgh Sports, that was Ben Roethlisberger's 35th career fourth quarter comeback. Moves him out of a tie for four for Giant Unitas. Now one behind Breeze and four behind Brady. Manning leads with 43. Some awesome stuff. So 35 fourth quarter career comebacks. Awesome stuff to add on to the resume of Big Ben Rosberger. Uh, Tom went on Ben in the second half. I've been watching Ben for 17 years. He's a competitor. As long as there's still time on the clock, he's coming after you. Tomlin, it's a fine line between drinking wine and squashing drapes. Speaking of the teams, missed opportunities in the first half. I mean, no doubt about it. I mean, this team was... A dead man walking pretty much for that first half. And it was just really looking pretty scary, I mean, to say the least. I mean, for this team, you just really had no idea how this team was going to end up. I mean, were they going to start getting ready for a showdown versus the Browns? But, I mean, the good news is that kind of made things a little bit easier. The Jets were beating the Browns. But still, I mean, you want to get out here and get a win any way you can. I think that is the name of the game here still, but I, I don't know. I really just uh, get a, a good feeling in my gut right now that the Steelers right now, I mean, they're still a team that's looking to take care of business and not let their stuff be altered. I definitely do believe right now this clinching the division should sell them down, in my opinion. And I really believe, who knows, this could probably be a spark. I said this to a few people here, because I'm from Chicago, and I know it's a totally different sport, but I look at the 2005 White Sox. And the reason why I bring up this example, they were a team that was in first place in their league and in their division for most of the year. Until the final month of September, their lead started uh, down spiraling, almost lost the division title. But once they were able to beat the Detroit Tigers, they won the division. That settled them down. And 
you just kind of saw right there the reset button was pressed on them, and they were ready to go for the playoffs. I still think that could be the same school of thought here with the Steelers. Now you got your division wrapped up, it sells you down a little bit in a way. But also, too, I mean, in this uh, playoff right now, if you look at it, I mean, if the Ravens are able to win, I mean, next week, also, too, in this, uh, these uh, tiebreakers here, I mean, if you look at it, I mean, if they both go 11 and 5, the Ravens will move ahead of the Dolphins on, on the strength of victory tiebreaker. I mean, more or less. I mean, if they're able to do that, well, they would need a Dolphins loss. Plus the Ravens win, excuse me. So they, it wouldn't matter if they won out, but they'd have to have that because right now the Dolphins own the conference AFC conference tiebreaker at seven and four, while the Ravens are six and five. So a Dolphins loss plus a Ravens win uh, in that contest, they would definitely move ahead of the Dolphins right there. Uh, in that in that time being, so maybe a good possibility. I mean, the Steelers may have to face the Dolphins. I don't know as we look at it. So go ahead. let's go ahead and go to some key moments and game balls right now. Steelers won the turnover ratio today at plus two. Thanks in large part by uh, Mike Hilton getting a fumble recovery and an interception. I already told you I'm giving the game ball today for Avery Williamson, who had 14 total tackles, a sack, two tackles for loss, and a quarterback hit. Game ball in office. I was wrong. I'm going to go ahead and give this one to Big Ben Roethlisberger. Finished game with 34 of 49 passes for 69.3%. Three touchdowns, the zero interceptions. And there you have it. I mean, for today's uh, victory, a much needed uh, win at the end of the day. And I felt the meeting right now, earlier this week, that really stood out. Just Ben pulling this uh, team aside. He knows. I think that this his time is ticking down right now. Fire time is really starting to catch up with this guy. I don't know if he wants to admit that. We'll see. But at the same time, if they're able to somehow salvage this season with a nice playoff run, get to the Super Bowl and win it, I don't know. I mean, if you start having the discussions right now that he looks to walk away. But to be honest with you, I think if he is going to stick around, I do agree with Arthur Motes where they will extend him Remember, the problem is in 2021, he's going to have a $41.25 million cap hit. So more likely, they will extend him for a few more years to soften the blow on that cap hit. I, I just don't see any other uh, way right now. But it, it's just right now, I definitely feel like the game right now for what he's doing, it's definitely passing him, not passing him by, but I definitely do feel like right now... I mean, he is definitely struggling. I mean, you could say he needs a lot more help. A lot of it, too, is still coming into question. Why is Randy Feekner out there still calling the plays on offense? Uh, I don't know. I mean, some people are feeling like that Ben Rosberger needs to start calling his own plays on offense. I mean, you see it happen work against the Ravens. I'm not so sure about that. But I do feel like for right now, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it looks bad. You look at Tomlin's relationship with Randy Feekner, of course, Keith Butler, but, you know, those two guys coming back from Arkansas State right there. I mean, it's a lot of loyalty right there, and Tomlin shows a lot of respect to his guys that he's formed a true bond with right there. 
And I definitely do Tomlin as big respect of a loyalty as we look at it right now. And we'll find out what's happening right now. I mean, for the rest of the season here. What's this going to translate into? Uh, will it be in our Super Bowl run? Uh, only time will tell. But for right now, I definitely do feel like this was what the doctor ordered right now. Take care of your business. You only need one game, a win or a Browns loss. And I think definitely, yeah, the Ravens right now. Be careful what we wish for. This is a team who could still find themselves in the playoffs right here. And the Steelers could possibly be opening up with. That's where you got to be careful right now. Because will it be like 2014 all over again? You win the division, but then you get bounced out in the first round by the Ravens. That is something you got to be very careful of and very wary of. I mean, they did the Steelers a huge favor by being the Browns two weeks ago on Monday Night Football, which I felt was huge right there. That was a huge uh, help right there. I mean, the, the, I mean, the cost is that you let them in the playoffs and might be a possibility you may have to open up with them. I hope that's not the case, but for right now, I'm sure that's why Mike Thomas probably hesitating a little bit right there. They'll probably rest some guys. Remember, you, you got to play uh, favorably too. I mean, you want to try and see maybe keep this Browns team out. Or will, will we probably see another matchup against the Colts? I don't know. Only time will tell. Anyway, that's going to do it for this edition here of the Mass Steel Podcast. I want to just say thank you for those of you who got to tune in. It is Victory Sunday here once again. You guys can follow me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at Predge Richie for the Mass Steel Podcast. On Twitter, it is at Mass Steel CGR. And on Instagram, at Mass Steel Nation. As I always, leave you. Don't be trolling. Be rolling. Steelers, the kings of the north, once again. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. I on. <laughs>